fake checks, fake prenups, fake flights to Turkey, coming up on the broadcast. In the states who are abroad, no one's safe from the talk is a fraud. In the states who are abroad, no one's safe from the talk is a fraud. The following goes beyond the show and beyond the gram to bring you all the fraud that's fit to be uncovered. This is the broadcast, and now here are your broadcasters, Hanakawa and Katrina. <laughs> I swear, oh my god, it's funny because he's from Turkey, and all I can think about is him like spontaneously saying pork in that one episode. Wasn't he? Was he saying pork? Pork. Poke, pork, pork. Some Turkish word, isn't it? He wanted to make sure, like, the taco he oh, was eating right, wasn't pork. Because he doesn't eat pork. That's right. And, or tacos, apparently. Okay, as long as the tacos weren't made with pork, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, my God. I think got- they're made with honey if they're Anna's. <laughs> You guys, we're talking about Anna and Marcel, and we're losing our goddamn minds because this fucking season is finally on its way out. We're we almost just, there. We just have, we just have the tell-all, the two-part tell-all. So we saw Ugh. the finale this week, the finale of the, the season, and now we just have the two-part tell-all. So. We were like, okay, well, this season is boring as fuck. What are we going to do, right? Like, So we decided we are going to go through each couple. We're going to do like a, a fraud and review of each couple of the season, I guess. Is that the best way to describe it? Pretty much. I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be our best attempt to make them more exciting by remembering some of the spectacular producer-driven scripting. <laughs> that, that's been right. out there um so <laughs> so this is a spoiler podcast do i have to say that what's to spoil yes. anymore i mean i guess everything's a spoiler i guess the we shows have a some, spoiler some information about the tell-all that we can talk about but i mean you're a spoiler i'm a spoiler no spoiling <laughs> <laughs> you're a spoiler i am a spoiler your face is a spoiler Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll save that for tomorrow's recording. <laughs> when we record the Patreon. You guys, we have a ah. Patreon, if you haven't heard. Patreon.com slash the broadcast for $3 a month. You can hear four episodes. That's one episode a week of us talking about God knows what. No, really. We're covering <laughs> Mary at First Sight and Life After Lockup right now, but also lots of other stuff. Speaking of, I have a whole info dump on Married at First Sight spoilers that we'll get into during the Patreon. So if you guys are watching Married at First Sight, which I guess a lot, I think a lot of you are, because 90 Day has been such a snooze fast. A lot of, <laughs> a lot of, there's been a lot of crossover over to Married at First Sight. Uh, we, I actually do have a lot of spoilers and a big info dump we just got. So, um, Tune into our Patreon for that if you want. That's $3 a month, and you get four episodes a month. That's one a week, plus access to our uh, Patreon-only Facebook group and Discord server. So, And if you want five the $5 level, I'll send you some stickers. So, anyway. Ooh, $5. I don't even think I can get a coffee at Starbucks for that price. Right. Like a special coffee. Yeah. Like My venti skinny vanilla latte is i think more than five you have a you have a basic order that's an easy one yeah that's an easy one 
Yeah, I, I tried coming for like a venti mocha, extra whipped cream, extra <laughs> sugar, ten pumps of mocha. Oh Jesus! I was like, do you want to die? Well, <laughs> back during the fall, I tried the pumpkin spice latte. You know, because How'd it's that go such for a thing. You? Not very well. I wasn't a fan, <laughs> and I posted about it on my Instagram, frauded by TLC. And so everybody has opinions, and they told me all of their various ways of, of doing the pumpkin spice latte so that it's good. And they, they gave me a variety of different options. Universally, they said it had to be cold, which, what's the point? I don't know. So I tried a couple different options, and one of them apparently was like, give me a side of diabetes and insulin on the side of it. Like it was really like that much stuff. I don't know. Um, cause right. I just, my, my, my hacks come from making the drink cheaper. So if you like any kind of latte, ask for a misto and like two pumps of whatever syrup your little heart desires. And it almost tastes the same. Interesting. And this comes from an ex barista. Like we overcharged people for these frou-frou drinks and, so my, my my skinny vanilla latte, there's a cheaper hack to getting that? Um, the reason why I get it, well, partly is because the lower calories of the sugar-free vanilla, but also because the sugar-free vanilla is actually sweeter than the regular vanilla, and that way yeah. I don't have to add any Splenda or sugar or anything to it. I can, like, grab it and go. I don't have to stop at the condiments bar because <laughs> the condiments bar in Starbucks that I go to is just, it can be absolutely ridiculous. And you can tell a lot about somebody by their behavior at the condiments bar at Starbucks, especially on a Monday morning. Oh, yeah. So I yeah. do the, the mobile order ahead. <laughs> like, I'll drop off baby frauded at, or baby step frauded at her school. And then I'll order on the app and pick it up on my way home as I go home to work from home. So there if I go. minimize the amount of time I have to spend inside, because I'm usually yeah. in like my pajama pants. <laughs> I don't, I don't Sleeping blame bra. you. For me, it's more of like when I drink coffee, I want it to be like caffeine. So um, before we get into pe- what people really want to hear, here's a, a spoiler for you that espresso has less caffeine than regular brewed coffee. Oh, so for me. Instead of, like, a skinny vanilla latte, I would get, like, a grande misto non-fat with three pumps of sugar-free vanilla. Try that. I, you're going to have to text that to me. because I. <laughs> yeah. But I'm not even drinking it right now because that's part of my fasting window now. So I haven't had my Starbucks. Oh, you're not doing it wet? See, I do wet fasting. Well, I do regular so it's coffee. it's liquid, it's in my mouth. I do regular coffee, but I'm not going to add all the vanilla and yeah all the extra oh. stuff because that'll just like add too much sugar and I, my bowels are already having issues and now i'm getting way tmi as i try to adjust and i take a <laughs> medication that stops me up and i'm tr- it's in, in the eating it's a whole thing it's a whole thing you guys and and, and you you don't want to hear about it you, you're just like shut the fuck up and give me the tea well so speaking here- of being stopped up we have our first um <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk about Sinjin and Tanya? If we have to. <laughs> and then can we never speak of them again? Oh, wait, no, we have the two-part tell-all to get through. No, we have the tell-all, uh, and then who knows? Who knows who's <gasps> going to be invited oh, to Happily Ever oh, After? Oh, 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 but we know. Here's a spoiler about Sinjin and Tanya. They are part of Happily Ever After. They've been signed, and they are currently filming for Happily Ever After. I can't. So, unfortunately, can't. we're not done with them, you guys. Should be like 
soulmate ever after. <laughs> but you know, it's happily ever after a question mark, which I think is hilarious because that's probably the most accurate. So yeah, we know they're filming. Uh, I think there's been some redditors that have posted pictures or have spotted them in the wild filming with the film crew. <laughs> that has been confirmed by my my sources. So there we go. Why don't we talk about Sinjin and Tanya this season? I you know. I think I'm not going to say we, I, because I got super hyper focused. I really tried to debunk the craziness of her leaving in the middle of him being here. Right. So she left. The harder I tried, Mm -hmm. (laughs) the harder it pointed to, she really fucking left him in the middle of the damn 90 days. Right. So we had speculation. There was some evidence. There was some speculation, things that led us to believe, led Nahanakawa to believe that Tanya may, Tanya's leaving for 30 days to go to Costa Rica might not have actually occurred during the 90 days when Sinjin was in the country, that there was possibility it occurred before that, and they were just showing it as if it were in the middle of the 90 days for dramatic right. effect. Right. So we went deep. Our investigative journalism skills here were really put to the test like how deep were we going i still follow it was was stupid deep it was like the cousins and aunts and uncles of these people that i was tracking down on social media (laughs) trying to find something anything looking at the freaking wax lady like and but like all the all the areas that you go okay i'll find this and it'll probably give me a hint yeah, nothing. It's like, okay, well, Tanya got her kuka waxed on, like, April 14th or whatever. And it lines up to Sinjin being there. And I and I don't see TLC filming and then disappearing for a couple months and then coming back. I don't know. I mean, they do just... film for a couple days and then they go away for a couple weeks, maybe sometimes at the most. And then they come back. Like they, But, but a couple of months is not typically yeah, that's... in their shooting schedule. So all it did was lead to, like, knowing that they probably just got married on the last day of the 90-day window. Which wouldn't surprise me. I mean, we've talked Which about I, this. I feel like they all did that this yeah. season, so yeah. whatever. Yeah. But, yeah, it. so now, when you know, people think that, you know, her being an asshole is being fake. And I, I don't know. <laughs> well, we had, else. <laughs> we had her sister going on. Her sister went, her sister, Tiana. Uh, go on a rant on social media saying allegedly being her saying that Tanya was really as much of a bitch and selfish in real life as she was shown on the show. But then when we went to go track down the sister, we found out that the account that that came from wasn't her real account. We found her real account. She like deleted everything. And I, I have a feeling like who knows what happens to these cast members if even the siblings or whatever leak or I talk have, about things. I have information on that. You do. I do. Because, Funny you should I mean, because I'm just saying whatever you say might have been enough to spook her or, or her sister to like just go down and like bitch slap her and tell her to right. delete, her, delete herself. And she did. <laughs> delete yourself. <laughs> right. Well. I have heard, and this was a couple seasons ago, not sure if this is like the most recent crackdown or if this came out a couple seasons ago or this is a new policy because some cast members haven't heard it. It may be specific to certain cast members or whatever. Anyway, 
the speculation there's there's talk that TLC will now try to come down on the cast member if the leak is about them regardless of where it came from. So like for example, if we got information so here Jasmine and Blake we found their wedding photo on uh one of the record producer friends friends that was there at the wedding, right? So it was like this tangential person related to them, but it was like the record producer that, that Blake works with, one of the friends from that group had posted this wedding picture. And we posted it, and the this new quote-unquote policy would be that Jasmine and Blake would be held responsible for that, regardless that they're not the ones that posted it or leaked it to me or anything like that. Gotcha. So. Whether that's actually true, whether TLC is always picked and choose, cho- pick, picked and choosed, pick, what uh, English, English, I, I can't. Poked and choked? Pick, pick, what? <laughs> I don't know, that's a, that, I think that's a fetish for, fetish reserved for our it Patreon. It might be for Fetish Saturdays. Fetish hey. Saturday on, on Hannah Kawa's oh Instagram. Join us at the Hannah Kawa on Saturday nights late. All, all 10 people come to talk fetishes with me. But it's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) We'll have to have a hetero life mate do a radio voice of it. It's like late night with the (laughs) Hanakawa. Yes. I'll have have to get him to do something. Anyway, back to back to this this new policy, this social media policy. Um, They TLC has always been sort of pick and choosing who they want to enforce their contracts against. And. Um, it's, you know, that's why, like, you see a lot of people, quote unquote, violating their DNA, uh, DNAs, NDAs, (laughs) I can speak English, you guys, really, violating their NDAs. And, you know, we, we don't know if a lot of these people have had their, their money halted or not. Some people we do know have had their money halted. Paul has come out and said that he's had his money halted several times because he's talked about things he shouldn't have been talking about. Laura has said that because she talked about things that she's not supposed to talk about. But then there's other mm-hmm. people like Michael and Juliana who've, who've all these wedding photos leaked like at the first episode. We don't know if they had theirs. So it's possible that the same sort of situation happened and everybody locked, locked down because we found, so we found that web, the, the account, the Facebook account that the sister Tiana had used to put out this information, allegedly the sister. I don't know if it's her or not, but allegedly it's her. We found her actual real one and reached out to her, and she shut me down <laughs> hard and fast. <laughs> did, she, did she block you? She said, you have the wrong person, which no, because you look at the pictures, it's obviously her. And then she blocked Unless me. Unless someone's pretending to be her, then that's, I mean. Right. No, I think. If I was pretending to be someone, I'd probably block you too. Right. Well, yeah. Maybe. Sure. I actually, I would talk to you and keep telling you that Tanya's an asshole. <laughs> Who knows? But maybe, maybe the other account wasn't really the sister or maybe it was the sister who knows anyway i don't know she she had details that were like like the whole like i guess what threw me for a loop was that on tanya's facebook she posted that she was looking for a place to live mm-hmm. and so if you go by the timing that sinjin was there she was looking for a new place to live like while he was there 
Was it? Okay. Yeah. It was like May it was like May second, right before she was going to Costa Rica or whatever. Right. It was just so weird. He had gotten there in April. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm like, did she find a place to stay and they faked living in the shed for all that time? Because they don't really do much in the shed but lay on the bed and talk about soulmates and Mm -hmm. shit. (laughs) They sit on that couch, yeah. (laughs) So the walls are just so I just can't handle the fact that there's no bathroom there. That's what makes it difficult for me. I'm very much well, they can a, just like, pee outside. Uh, no, like, isn't it wilderness outside the shed? The boys, sure, but not me. She can squat. She's 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 uh, she's like connected to nature. Uh, sure. <laughs> Do you think she got a chance to shower before her wedding or not? I hope so. Because remember, she's like, I might have to just bird bath it because they're so late, and then the you know wedding whatever finally happened and then they had to stop it in the middle to get their ring tattoos which whatever like my point on the ring she's somewhat she's somewhat clean i mean she looked it she She, can always shower afterwards yeah um my my thing about the tattoo rings was like getting your ring tattooed on it's not a choice i would make but to each their own like i don't really have an opinion on it i have an opinion about getting an your significant other tattooed on you like in some fashion because that's the immediate sign you're going to break up right (laughs) well i think for her it was all about as she kept saying being marked kind of Mm -hmm. maybe she wanted a ring that he couldn't take off i don't i i feel like what i had a problem with with this fact that they did it right there in the middle of the fucking ceremony if you're gonna get your rings tattooed whatever to each their own you know i have an amethyst quote-unquote engagement commitment ring like it's not for everybody i get it like do whatever you want don't have a ring have a fake ring have a real ring i get i don't care like that's i i have really not a lot of opinion about those kinds of choices that people make in their lives but like to do it first of all in the middle of the fucking wilderness that's <laughs> clearly not sterile. I thought I was making a bad choice in college when I got a tramp stamp on my lower, you know, I got the tramp stamp done on someone's couch when I was in college. Like I thought that was a poor choice, which spoiler alert, it was. It was like a house tattoo there in the backyard. And it's I I mean as sterile. a guest as a guest, I would have been entertained as fuck. So Watching have- Tanya get tattooed, like I don't care if there's snacks, there's champagne. I'd probably just be like, "This is fucking great." <laughs> you think <laughs> the they best were- fucking ring ceremony? I thought they were gonna pull out fucking sand. Did you-, did you think that they had like were offering like joints or edibles as wedding favors? Yeah, or psychedelics, something. I feel Some like kind of wild mushroom or. I feel I like know. that would be something that they would have in their sort of do-it-yourself um, wedding favors. Here's a joint. Yeah, joint. The uniting edible. of our love. Like joint, an... joint. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that pissed me off, and I was going in the weeds with her, was like, she, I think she feels like she was pushing the limits by having a black wedding dress and doing tattooed rings mm-hmm. and but this her, and that. But it didn't I'm really like, look it's that not... counterculture. It was like a red it roses, a black dress and ribbons. It was pretty. For an outdoor backyard right? wedding, it looked really pretty. Like, even I'm searching for a black wedding dress, and it's not because it's different. It's just because it's dark like my fucking soul, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't need to go with traditional white because I obviously have a kid. <laughs> <But>. <laughs> Do we need to tie, tie a red 
uh, ribbon around your waist. You are transitioning so well tonight. <laughs> Woohoo! See, that was one thing that my supervisor talked to me about at my quarterly meeting was my transitions and my writing. So maybe <laughs> I just need to have her listen to this and be like, look, bitch. No, she's not a bitch. I'm just kidding. She's totally like, I up. transition fantastically because <laughs> are we going to talk about Anna's red ribbon? Yeah. While we're on Anna and Marcel. Tradition. Let's talk yeah. about Anna and Marcel and her red ribbon around her waist. I had to Google it because I saw um, Kyle. Cray Cray Kyle? From the Cray Cray's Kyle. <laughs> and he posted something and I was like, no, let me look this shit up. He's probably high posing this. <laughs> probably. <laughs> I love Hi, him. Hi, Kyle. We love but... <laughs> you. <laughs> That's a like... Kyle of Kim and Kyle of the 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray podcast who do uh, hilarious recapping. So, yes. And so I looked it up, and for sure, for real, the red ribbon is symbolic of being a virgin. Okay, and now I think Marcel <laughs> said something like that when, or it was like in his talking head. He said it in Turkish, and it was whatever the closed captioning was. It was like her a bride at her first wedding. I'm like, um, um, <laughs> yeah. Marcel, I mean, did you not maybe... get the memo? <laughs> Maybe his because his family now knows he's on a television show. Maybe. <laughs> so he has to pretend not only does her, do her kids not exist, but she's also a virgin. Immaculate conception. Don't you watch Life After Lockup? It happens. Oh, yeah. I got pregnant by the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Three times. Fuck. So Anna and yeah. Marcel, they got married down to the, again, down to the wire. Now... The big speculation with them is this whether Marcel actually went to Turkey or not on this, like, visa, went back, came back, was his visa reissued? Did he get a new visa? Is that something that could really happen? Now, we had agency on the show talk extensively about this, and we've talked to him some more today. He will not be appearing on the show today, but we could probably have him back and explain it, but... Previously, he explained that what happened with Marcel or what likely happened, the way that TLC explained it, is actually a thing that can happen. The rules provide that if you leave the country during your 90-day period, you can come back. You would be it technically be issued a new visa, so it wouldn't be reissuing the same visa number. You'd get a new one, but it would be on the same paperwork the same thing that granted you the first one you're still provided you're still eligible they would grant you a new one and it's time would be for the remaining time that you would have had on the original one and this is written into the rules this way so what happened and in the time frame that they allegedly show it is something that can happen because it'll only take him a couple days to get this new visa is provided he can get into the to the you know consulate or whatever he goes in tells him his sob story they go well okay and they give him a new visa and he flies back the question a lot i mean i know a lot of people are not on board that and and that's fine you know <laughs> i believe that he i mean you guys know me i'm the biggest skeptic of this stuff i believe he really did go back to turkey whether the time frame was such that he came back with six hours left on his visa, 
the big question people have had after that episode, and I, we blew up Agency's phone with this today, was would he really be allowed back in the country with only six hours left on his visa? And I can right. tell you, yeah. What he said was... Um, if he had a valid visa and time left in status, that yes, um, there is as long as there's no legal or regulatory basis to deny him entry and having the fact that it expires the next day or whatever wouldn't be a legal basis for it for a denial to deny him entry. So it's not like ICE is going to be hanging around outside of Anna's house waiting for the strike, the clock to strike midnight and then go <laughs> grab, run in, grab Marcel and take off to the nearest ICE detention center. That's not going to happen. Um, if he overstays, that's his problem that he has to deal with when he tries to adjust his status or whatever. If he shows like his marriage was not within the time frame. Um, although he also told us, and maybe we're going to have to have him clarify this, but he said, and here's another thing, according to USCIS, if they do get married on day 91 or after, Marcel can still stay. Anna just has to file an I-130 for Marcel and start a new petition process. Interesting. So unless someone can find a rule citation saying if he lands on day 90, he's subject to removal, he's going to call no fraud. And he also, just as a caveat, he said he did some additional research on this, anticipating people howling about this. So that is <laughs> – those are his comments. Again, sorry he's not here to deliver him personally, but um, we will get him back on at some point, I'm sure, <laughs> to contribute. Of course. So your thoughts on Ann and Marcel? We had more more stuff on them. His outfit, um, the, 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 his, yeah, the airport his outfit scenes. was supposedly the same, and the you know this is the thing I I usually would would consider, but also because TLC will work with the airport to close down certain parts of it to mm-hmm. do filming, right? Drop off and pick up areas get, like get that. Permission. Yeah. Exactly. That can't be considered really as fraud if you if it does look familiar, because I personally know that like Sky Harbor Airport will close off some areas so that you can do filming. Right. Right. And they have to get permission to film in the airports anyway. So get permission and all this stuff because no one's really allowed at the gate anymore. Right. Right. So. So if they so here's the thing, too, is like he could have very well have gone back to Turkey and come back and TLC also did some creative shooting editing of how he appeared to leave and come back Mm -hmm. to make it fit. Like there could, you could have both situations, you know, does that make sense? Yeah, of course. And we know TLC will save clothes. They'll save. They'll make them wear the same outfit. Yeah. Make them wear the same outfit, have the same stuff on them. Do their makeup the same. Right. You know, if they happen to change their hair, they'll probably make them, I don't know, get it cut again. I don't know. So even if, even if those scenes of him going on the airplane and coming back from the airplane were filmed the same day, for example, that doesn't negate the fact that he could have also actually gone back to Turkey. You can have both. Right. Right. And those reshooting scenes, in fact, I had a conversation with somebody on in my DMs about this because 
their reshoots of these scenes are so commonplace that we don't even discuss them on the show. <laughs> we don't even discuss them on the broadcast because they're so commonplace. Right. That's the kind of quote unquote fraud we don't even get out of bed for because they're so commonplace. I mean, we make fun of it. We point it out. We go hee hee when they show an MMR bottle instead of Botox when Angela's getting her Botox. But those kinds of editing right. and reshooting of scenes to get the right angle is such low level fraud that we don't, don't even discuss it on on the show <laughs> right and i think it's more interesting for people like i don't know if many people know but um you know they make it seem like it's the seamless interview throughout the whole series right but they save clothes they use green screen you can probably see when mike gets up and says he's you know fucking done with the show you can clearly see he's in front of a green screen mm-hmm. and what Why? wasn't there one it doesn't matter we have there was a picture and i think it was on, maybe it was an, on one of our like group chats or something with like iheart or but where emily was in front of the green screen oh, and the, the yeah. way that her, and you can see the green bouncing off her platinum hair right or it wasn't platinum at the time but you can see the green bouncing off the blonde mm-hmm. and it's clearly a green screen so yeah i i can imagine that what they're doing is like they have their original interview and they probably save the clothes they probably take a picture and then you can see like the gaussian blur in the background Mm -hmm. it's now you know blurred out and then they have a green screen so i'm pretty sure they try to just recreate it because how long would the person be sitting in that chair and they are pretty long (laughs) when they do those but but we know the the, not the last season darcy was on but the last one she was on with jesse they did the her talking head interviews and she was wearing this like black leather like tank top and in some of them she has makeup on and the other ones she has really minimal makeup and it's very very obvious she's wearing the same clothes and and it changes throughout like the interview they're showing on one episode so it's clear that they've spliced them together again we don't even like get out of bed for that kind of fraud because it's so no but because we know it's inconsistent like if even like i say going back to emily with the green screen bouncing off her hair then i look at her hair and notice it's slightly different Mm -hmm. so yeah maybe she got it done in between i don't know right right anyways (laughs) so whether the time back to anna and marcel I do believe that he went back to Turkey and came back. Whether he came back on the last day with the six hours left remains a mystery. I don't know if we right. can prove it or not unless we have his actual travel documents from him. Otherwise, we're just going based on what people say. There's a lot of question about, well, why didn't they just go to a courthouse to do it? Why did they have to have this big backyard wedding? Well, it looked like it was a night, so maybe the courthouse was closed. Well, maybe when, they couldn't get an appointment. Maybe. you know, Who exactly. knows? Because the courthouse isn't always just walking in. I got married at the courthouse, so. To Benjamin. I know. That was my wedding. Um, so it's, there's, they only have so many people getting married that day so you kind of have to have an appointment you have an appointment you have to have gotten your wedding license that's another thing people asked me about was what about the efficient filing the wedding license what about when you go and you have to get the license ahead of time the wedding well maybe they did that already before he left for turkey right like i can imagine her preparing for that because any person who's planning a wedding would go get their marriage license right maybe in arizona it's such a quick turnaround i got mine the day before we got married. So it's not, it's 
not hard. It's not a long right. process. And I don't know maybe what in it is states. in Nebraska. Maybe they did it before he went back to Turkey. Maybe they didn't. You know, maybe they made, maybe he really did come back on the last day, or maybe he came back a day or two before and they just did that whole thing for. Right. Because um, he may story. not even had to be present either. Oh, for her to do file it? Yeah. yeah. Like out here you do because you have to sign that you're not cousins right. in the first degree. Right. Hey, fraudcasters. Everyone knows that finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge. I know I've always had problems with it, whether it was the fit or the quality. Luckily, the perfect t-shirt does exist, and you can find it at Skims, the maker of my perfect t-shirt bra. Now I have the perfect t-shirt to go with that bra. From either crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, there's a style for everyone. My cotton jersey t-shirt is now a wardrobe staple for me. I reach for it almost every day and the fit is so perfect because it snatches me right in at the waist. I've washed it a million times and it's held its shape really well. It fits like a dream. I absolutely love it. And honestly, you guys, I thought like, okay, this shirt is going to be too small for me and it's not going to fit right and all the bulges are going to show but it doesn't at all. I put it on and it magically stretches to fit me perfectly and it holds all those bulges in. Every little but last bulge that I have is all held in and it looks fantastic. I absolutely love it and it's super, super comfortable and it is it is one of my new favorite t-shirts. You can shop the Skims t-shirt collection at skims.com, now available in sizes extra, extra small up to 4X. And if you haven't yet, be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu. <laughs> That's it. Well, and so I had some sources on the ground in in Nebraska who were aware of some of the circumstances of Anna's relationship. And one of the things I had heard really early in the season was that the wedding, um, this is back when we first uncovered the wedding, the marriage certificate, Mm -hmm. was that the wedding almost didn't happen and it happened late and it was kind of a shit show, which is exactly what we saw on the show. (laughs) So they told me that information way back when. Mm -hmm. So, and that's how exactly how it ended up playing out. So it tracks with that. So, you know. And then um, last thing I, I have is um, in her stories, someone it was badly written, but someone had said, you know, or claimed they saw Marcel at the airport at Chicago and it looked like he was being forced to keep going and didn't want to. So, I mean, there's so many like forced by who? I don't know. Like yeah. maybe he went past the point of no return. They're like, dude, you can't. You've you can't already just been turn checked on the come flight. Back. You have to actually get on it. Otherwise, there's a yeah, or terrorist yeah, I don't know issue. the the yeah, I don't know the technicalities, <laughs> but you know, maybe for you know your V six, you're you're leaving now. It's done. You have to go back and I don't know. What what's next? Who's next? Annie and Robert. Oh yeah. So Annie. <laughs> He's so New York. Annie, <laughs> I can't, I can't do this until I do oh this. Oh my god! I'm never oh going to love you for the rest of my days on Earth. We knew they were, they were faking us out with that. Like, yeah. I can't do this. I'm like, you didn't fucking propose to her. I mean, he's kind what of what the fuck? Yeah, 
kind of a douche. Well, she got a nice ring. You couldn't ring. fit that into the eight hours that he was down there in the Dominican Republic <laughs> actually proposed to her? No, I think he probably came later, you know, we're talking over the phone and online and all that stuff, and they decided. Do you think she had to demand him propose to her, too? An actual proposal versus, like, hey, let's get... <laughs> I mean, obviously, they're going to get married because they did the K-1, so... But an actual proposal, like, getting on one knee and stuff, like, okay, well... I was like, this is a little backwards, but okay, whatever. It gave it's him a cute, good storyline, sure. whether they do it, did it themselves or he, you know, concocted it. You know, from what I understand, oftentimes cast right. members themselves come up with these things and sell them to the producers and then blame, you know, cry produ- production made me do it. So they didn't make it look good in that like weird, it, that chapel was so claustrophobic. Yeah. Um, but, but fraud wise. Fraud wise. So, well, the. The, the big one is whether Diamond Fox, porn granny, offered her money for real or not. We have that, her. Yeah. yeah, we have her, Diamond Fox, porn granny, saying it was scripted for her. And she had to borrow a checkbook and happened to have a matching Louis Vuitton checkbook cover that matched her purse. I think that was the producer's Louis Vuitton checkbook. <laughs> Probably. Everybody honest. has one these days. It's not. With her with her Tiffany necklace. So the way she was dressed screams that she actually doesn't have all that money. Oh, um, porn granny? Yeah. But she she carries a Louis Vuitton purse. I mean, it could be fake, I guess. I don't know. Mine is. So. Yeah, I, used, I, I will say I used to work at Macy's. And the people that had the money were the ones that came in on, like, those tacky-ass velour sweat pants oh. and flip-flops yeah. with, like, a basic bag. <laughs> and the ones that had, like, the Tiffany diamonds and their hair done up. They, that was a special occasion for them to go to the fancy mall. <laughs> it was a fancy mall. <laughs> that's, how, that's how Diamond Fox dresses, like, oh, a special occasion. I don't know. I think she, she's pretty, she's, she had a pretty good porn career. But, but Starkhausen just put an article out, actually, right, that talks that porn about... money's not, yeah. That they're not paying their bills or something. They've had. She's got a lien. I I should have looked deeper at it, but um. check out Starcasm, you guys, because there, she just put out an article about this. There, she, they've got some history about liens, and I don't know if it's taxes and uh, it's something that they're not paying. So, uh, but she says that it was a production script. Annie says it was not, and either. Obviously, only one. I mean, both. See, here's the thing: both of them could be telling the truth, right? So it could have been scripted, and they just didn't tell Annie because they wanted her genuine reaction, which is something that right. TLC does. Or Annie could have been. I lying. have a feeling they didn't even tell Ben though, because Ben looked the a little... look on his face when she pulled out the checkbook was like, "Babe, you don't. You know, we don't have that." <laughs> <laughs> it's and, and that is something that TLC is known to do. So they could all be right. Annie, it wasn't scripted for Annie, but it was scripted for Diamond Fox. Or they could all be full of shit. I mean, we're just going based on their word. Right. We've talked about this before. Now, Diamond Fox has said that she has screenshots of text messages that would prove this. She has not produced them. I have text seen... Text messages to prove that it was fake? Yeah. Like like the producer saying, hey, why yes. don't you pull out a checkbook? And yeah, I, I believe that. I have the producers seen, like the checks, though. So. Yeah, well, I have seen texts from production about these kinds of scenes. I've actually mm-hmm. seen them, which I can't release because then they would reveal my source. But 
I have not seen Diamond Foxes, the ones she claims to have, but I've seen similar ones, so I believe that they exist. I have also known that they totally. have, they are known to not clue in everybody because they want the reactions. So mm-hmm. that was I believe it. That was the big one, I guess. Do we feel like that's the only fraud for them, though? Yeah, I mean, we had... Because we still have, like, it's stupid little things, like the conversation at the boxing training. Right, because we had a hot boxer going on. to look for an apartment. <laughs> yeah. <'cause, laughs> and I talked to the realtor. The apartment that... <laughs> exactly. I'm like, we, so those situations may have been staged, but mm-hmm. it's not really fraud. It's just like Correct. they were pushing them to do stupid shit. Right. Like, Look for an apartment when you know you're not buying it. Right. Well, I mean, according to the the realtor, I talked to Andrea, the realtor, and she was very sweet. And it was all real to her. She had no idea. So <laughs> she thought she, she was probably legitimately... thought it was HGTV. Yeah, and was super excited. And, and they're like, found... "No, this is Ninety Day Fiance." And Annie, that girl there, doesn't know that he's actually not going to buy this place. So. She didn't know that though. <laughs> the the realtor didn't know that. She I, like this all happened no. organically in front of her. She was like, "What the." But um, anyway, I'm done with Annie and Robert. Um, All right. We'll get back to them in a minute uh, in our pre-nush? social media around it. Prenush. Why don't you take the prenush? Prenush. It, so- it still sounds like a very delicious dessert. Michael and Juliana. Um, Michael and Juliana, which <laughs> they kind of got out of this season the least harm story-wise. Right. Like the biggest oh my God, that's not really what happened, was the prenup. Right. Sarah asking about the prenup. Oh, and we and found out she even... was married before. Juliana was married before. Yeah, but that's not really fraud. That's no. just oh, kind of no, like no a detail. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of her, there's a lot of her background that the dots don't quite connect because mm-hmm. we have social media postings about everything that happened. And then mm-hmm. I guess everyone's mind kind of comes to, okay, so at one point, point in time did michael intercept her on a yacht right in between the chinese trafficking and being married to cult right church dude <laughs> so, so yeah. there's like <laughs> there's a lot of like question marks with her in it. yeah i would hope that one day it could become linear it's not our business but like it's just what 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 happened you're how old and you've like <laughs> yeah so yeah. Um, that's it. So, I mean, the so Sarah asking about the prenup was producer um, scripted, producer driven. The whole storyline about the prenup was producer driven. Um, we've said this before on the show that the uh, Brazil doesn't have prenups the way that we do because those kinds of things that are covered in prenups are actually part of the marriage contract in mm-hmm. in Brazil. So that's why she doesn't understand this whole concept of a separate contract about it well and she was married in some freaky church so that probably wasn't even there either right like she probably has no experience with like actual marriage in brazil well and you know (laughs) on this most this this finale episode they get michael gets close to like spilling the truth about why this whole thing is bullshit because sarah's drive alleged concern with why is there you should have a prenup was because she wanted to make sure the kids are taken care of that's right. not taken care of in a prenup. That's taken care no. of in estate planning. That's living wills. It's living trusts. That's those kinds of things. That's estate planning. And um, 
uh, wills and trusts and, and all of, which he explicitly says in this final episode exactly. when they try to and that's again drag is. this damn storyline back in with her going what about the prenup it's what like, about the kids what's going to happen to the kids with well, prenup and and the kids being taken care of have nothing to do with each other so the whole thing right. doesn't even make sense because he and he says this he's like well that's estate planning and that is that is estate planning. The prenup is purely Michael and Juliana and making sure that Juliana is protected and gets some kind of – because she doesn't get anything. I don't know if Connecticut is a community property state or not, but making sure that she's protected in the event that they divorce. Right. Well, they try to make it seem like Michael's the only one that makes money in this whole scenario. Right. It's actually good but, for her to do it. I don't know why they made make, make it out like it's such a bad thing because it actually would be really smart for Juliana to sign it so that if he does leave her again, because that's her concern, if right. she has a prenup outlining what she will get, she's insured to get that versus having to be left with nothing if it's not a community property state. She didn't get anything, exactly. you know. Sometimes it's like you don't get anything, but if you're married to me for like, I don't know, arbitrarily 10 years you get a certain amount Mm -hmm. and then each year. And if you're with me until I'm retired, I guess, because she's really young. Right. If you have to, if you're with me long enough to have to change my diapers and wipe my butt. Oh, no. (laughs) No. Then, you know, there's a bonus or there's a kicker. That would would be our, that would be our next couple. Yeah. Talking about diapers and butt wiping. Yeah. (laughs) Michael, you need to wipe my butt if I'm not able to. Oh, my God. Well, she was real about it. She's like, look, this is something I have to do, buddy. In case you didn't know, we're moving on now to Michael and Angela. Great transition. My supervisor would be proud. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We didn't really have a ton of fraud with them. So here's the kicker with them is that my understanding is that TLC expected Michael's visa to be approved. I'm not sure why they thought that was the case, but that's what they were planning for. And when it didn't happen, it threw them for a loop. So then we suspect going from that, we suspect our speculation is Mm -hmm. that, can I say speculation one more time? Speculate. Speculation. (laughs) That TLC probably paid, for her to fly to Nigeria and go out there just so they had something to do for the rest of the season. Because if he is visa was denied, like what are they going to do? They, it was already several episodes in before they came onto the show. And now what are they going to do? So they had to do something. Right. So something to fill. They had to loop some lawyers in, right? Give them really bad advice, make this tension about Angela, not wanting to get married out there just to say, okay, I'll get married out there. Yeah. So I don't know if there's really fraud or just kind of like a, smashed together last minute half ass story. I think that's it. That they had to do. I think I think cause... that that's that's what it is. The one question that still remains and we still have a question about it is this issue about she has to have a witness with her and she's in, insinuating that like it has it has to be somebody like from her family that has to fly from Georgia to go witness it. I don't know where that comes from. We don't know where that comes from. If she has to have a witness, why can't one of the producers do it? Or why can't somebody in Michael's family? There's plenty of people around to witness it. Does the, the, does the registry guy ever say it has to be somebody that she is blood related to? 
it has to fly out right. from Georgia. Why is she going there that, oh, well, somebody has to fly out. Nobody can fly out. And why are they making it a big issue when exactly. the reality is if it's just a witness, like it can be anybody. Like there's nobody that's anywhere that said this person has to fly from the United States to be out there to be a witness. Like is that the requirement? We reached out to um, our several Nigerian experts, and by experts, I mean <laughs> they live in Nigeria, and they know this, <laughs> and they've right. given us some information in the past. We've reached out to them, and as of airtime, they hadn't gotten back to us, probably, you know, time difference stuff. But we will update if we can clarify what that witness issue is when we can get that. The other thing Yeah, because, I, I mean, her mention, wedding photos leaked leaked i say that with quotes because Mm -hmm. it was a little too and i guess i would have expected if she had family there that would have leaked too yeah well we couldn't identify the the person holding her train right we couldn't identify who that person was right right there was a i'm gonna say blonde lady maybe she was part of the film crew or producer i don't know but somebody was there that's clearly not nigerian um Nigerian, so I mean, I don't know. That's that's yeah. something that I guess we'd have to check if that's actually a thing. Maybe, maybe when, true. like, remember when Michael met with those expats that were living in Nigeria? Maybe it was one of them. <laughs> maybe yeah. it was one of his like knucklehead friends. <laughs> yeah, but there was some blonde lady carrying her train. We don't know who that was. That person has not yet been identified. If that's you, come hit, hit us up and let us know who you are. It's probably a producer. She's like, no fucking way. (laughs) Um, So that's really it on Angela and Michael. Um, Jasmine, Blake. All fake. (laughs) Their whole storyline is fake. I think they had to do something because I'm not, I don't want to say they're boring, but they were too normal to be exciting for this show. So I if they didn't create some kind of false narrative. Yes, as boring as they were, though production didn't know how boring they were going to be until they started filming. So I think then they gave No. Them, yeah. <laughs> and then they Aww. gave them this like story like then this whether they gave it to them or or they gave it, you know, whether the producers gave it to them or Jake and Blasman, Jake and Blasman. <laughs> Jasmine and Blake. <laughs> Um, you know, sold it to them. But uh, I have a source inside production that told me they had no idea how boring they were going to be until after they started filming. Then it was like, oh, dear God. So they had to do something. And so this whole storyline about him not like, or her not liking his friends and him, I mean, her not liking him drinking and her not going to the birthday party, all fake. All of that's fake. Like, she doesn't drink. She's fine with him drinking. He drinks moderately. Um, she gets along great with his friends. His friends have come out and said that early in the season. We saw their wedding right. pictures that we found early in the season. Smiling. She's actually smiling. So that whole, their whole, as boring as it was, it was drummed up because right. underneath that, they're actually even more boring. And even with their lives, they just seem like a normal freaking couple. And normal couples are not fuel for 90 day fiance. <laughs> Even so, like I, I can imagine that they thought they had a pretty interesting dynamic, but like into the story, the whole, the sisters thing falls off. 
mm-hmm. for not liking his friends. His like friend that I don't know acts like a jealous friend zoned. Right. That's the one that I think came out and said, no, we're, we're all great. And uh, Everett. Yeah, yeah, but they Everett's made her look party. thirsty as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. They made her look like she was like trying to get Jasmine on the next plane back to Finland. Right. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. That girl. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, know, I, know, I had to like, think about it for a minute. If she I can't forgot. support him, then she should go home kind of attitude. And yeah. Just like, oh. Yeah. And then Blake just sits there. He's high as fuck all the time. Just going, eh? Blake, I love you. I mean, I sort of. It's I'm, California. A lot of people are <laughs> high as fuck out there. Right. And they're happy about it. You know I mean, what? whatever helps filming, right? Right. Whatever gets you through the day. I, I, exactly <laughs> keep on keep on exactly. doing you you guys um mike and natalie they did now that's a fun one so mike and natalie didn't get married and early in the season we had heard that by at the time of the filming of the tell-all there's a couple that's not together and it's mike and natalie and we knew that part way through the season so we mm-hmm. get that confirmed um the season ends with them arguing about whatever he allegedly said or did off the screens, behind the scenes. Something. Yeah. Um, Something that makes her have the uh, quote unquote trust issues. <laughs> Does that word trigger you? <laughs> it, it fucking does. I'm like, trust issues. Whenever I hear the word, we had trust issues. <laughs> For those of you guys who aren't aware, that's what Ben and Ben and Akini (laughs) said on air about why his marriage to this lovely woman, the Hanakawa, how it ended because there were trust issues. And he implied that it was because she cheated on him, but it wasn't that way. It was the other way around. (laughs) Stop. Sorry. Um, Uh, Allegedly. 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 Here you go. Um, But in this case, like, she... Natalie is so I don't know if it's I don't know if it's maturity because I feel like she's old enough to carry on a conversation about the status of relationship. Mm-hmm. But it just turns into like this blame game like I didn't do anything wrong. And so it's really hard for me to think that their story is fake. Which then is she really just that like. She, my st- you can see the tired on his face he's like just he's just it. like but okay so he's fucking done except that he's not because we know she's here in the country on a k-1 visa i don't know if he wants that though like that could be tales to be like you're finishing the story she's here on a k-1 visa and she's here and and it's on a k-1 she's not here on a visitor's visa you think she's excited about it <laughs> no because my sources of production tell me that not only is she crazy pants but she's not happy so, so we don't know. So to answer the big question, it's been all over my, my Instagram, my inbox have been full. We don't know what Mike did, but she's accusing him of this, whatever happened behind the scenes and then the, this tell all preview or whatever. We do not know right. what Mike did. I suspected it might be he stepped out on like he was with somebody else while they were quote unquote on a break. Um, yeah. But my sources have said they don't think that that's the case. So, I don't and know. And we've seen, if if this was fake, it was really good and weird, but we've seen them bickering on social media. Mm-hmm. 
And it seems to be all around her saying that maybe he disrespected her looks wise. Like, you know how the the whole Ford versus Ferrari, whatever commentary. (laughs) Ford versus Ferrari. (laughs) Oh, wait, that's a movie, isn't it? (laughs) Oh, my God. Compare her to a Yugo. Oh, God. But, um,. (laughs) I don't know if anyone remembers the Yugo car anyways. Uh, yeah, I remember it, but isn't the one with the <laughs> engine in the front? I mean, in the back, the engine was in the back and it always know. caught on fire. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> my mom, my mom had one and she left it in like the complex that we lived in. Like it was so invaluable that she just said, fuck it. She just walked it. away from it. <laughs> she just walked away from it. I'm going to have to Google but, that um, because I think those were the ones that had like the engine and the the back of the car and they were always catching on oh, fire. Oh, they were fucking terrible. I, I keep asking her, how the fuck did you get that? <sighs> but, I mean, her whole, like, I'm a, Fer- am I a Ferrari now and... She makes it sound like know. he speaks poorly of her when they're not on camera. Or called her ugly or said she's not like his type or... And I'm, I'm pretty. Maybe she overheard something during the in the moment con- interview or whatever. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, you basically sit around and listen to people talk about you for an hour or so. Right. When he's doing his interview. So maybe she he- heard something and and decided that because she really does do like this switch. She had, off screen. She said it was off screen. So hmm. because I can't confirm that he. He actually like stepped out on her. We suspect it's something that he said because she yeah. is legit crazy pants. She, I mean, they they did have this whole thing on social media where she was like, "I'm not a Ferrari." He wants a Ferrari, and you know whatever. But then two days later, she's like, "I love him." You know, who knows? Maybe he said something that she didn't understand. Maybe there was something lost in translation. Right. TLC editing on this tell-all, making it sound like it's this huge big deal. You know, all of my leaks from the tell-all say it was the tell-all was pretty kumbaya. Uh, so I think this is just TLC editing um, to make it look like, and it's cutting him, it's splicing, you know, Sean's reaction to something else that makes it look like it's her reaction to him. Of course, and, and stuff. always, yeah. So I think Head that... shaking and... Yeah, I think what we're going to see with Mike and Natalie is it's actually a lot more um, mellow than the editing makes it seem. I mean, I'm going to watch. I'm sure the hell's still going to watch. I just think it's going to be a lot more mellow right. than what the previews uh, get make it seem. So, yeah, I don't think I've seen like the, the what we really want is a Jerry Springer style tell all. And it looks like they're trying to give us that with the Angela arguing with the audience member. But I think that's it. Like it, what you see on the on the preview is as bad as it gets. I mean, dude, Angela will argue with anything. Right. Right. So, I mean, that that to me isn't a shocker. Like if I saw like juliana get up and throw deuces at someone in the crowd i probably like oh shit what's going what's going on so that's it Um, that's all the couples that's our last couple yay yay and we made it we made it this far we survived we're almost done um so yeah yeah so that's it that's it and we guess we'll be back for you know after the first 
episode of the tell all and maybe we'll break that down about what we see on the screen versus what we know in real life um i guess we do some social media social media roundup (laughs) (laughs) interesting things this week annie and robert yes Spotted filming at Monkey Spotted Joe's. Spotted filming at <laughs> Monkey Joe's. <laughs> I had to look that up. I'm like, that. Monkey Joe's is like so one of those kids place. House, kids' places. Oh, okay. We have nothing like that here, so it's probably close to like, I don't know, Chuck E. Cheese. Or yeah, some kind similar. Of They've got like something like that. Climbing, like big blow up climbing things and stuff like that. So they were spotted just last week filming at this Monkey Joe's place. With Bryson, uh, we are assuming it's for Happily Ever After, so we'll see them again. Right. I would think so. Yeah. They seem, I mean, out of all of them, I, w- I don't mind seeing Annie again because she's kind of funny. Yeah, seeing um, them more, you know, he totally did catfish her with the promises of, or the bait and switch, whatever you want to call it, that, like, these promises of money and all this stuff and but she sounds like i mean right. sounds like she legitimately fell for him so you know i mean he catfished us he told us like he knew celebrities and shit and i didn't see did he <laughs> yeah he said he met celebrities doing uber oh yeah right okay <laughs> anyway uh, next up sir tom brooks my best is, friend uh ghosting instagram mm-hmm. how long is that gonna last the new season comes up in a couple weeks he'll be back I'm guessing. He will be back. I think he's probably just a little sore that people jumped on him for his most recent post when he posted the picture of Darcy. I'm like, I, I don't know if I would have jumped on him because she posted it too. Oh, was it the one of her in the know. wedding dress? It was the one of her in the wedding dress, and it's not the most flattering no. angle that they had, but no. it's not like he changed the picture to make her look that way. It's yeah. just the camera caught that and that's what it was maybe they were thinking he could have picked a better picture yeah Um, i mean he was clearly bashing her by you know even just he's been poking at her for a while so he it's there's no innocence there he's he's obviously trying to make jokes and shit but yeah i don't know maybe he needs some time to go cultivate uh new instagram pictures from other sources to post as his own i thought you were gonna say mushrooms (laughs) (laughs) cultivate some more fucking mushrooms (laughs) he seems to have dropped that for now so we'll see (laughs) it's probably very smart that he dropped that. his whole new season's coming up so he has to get a whole new set of fans to uh to to fraud uh on his instagram right diamond fox Um, diamond fox she is not a porn agency guys she can't help you get that new star role stop asking to fuck her on screen i suspect that's what's happening (laughs) people asking that would that would that would add a different dynamic to that story i wasn't thinking about that (laughs) i was thinking more of somebody wanting an aspiring career in porn, but with her, I mean, there, she has to have fans, right? She does. She has, she has to have fans. She has an OnlyFans. Or, she has a shit ton of fans on Instagram, and I can imagine like somebody who watches Ninety Day was like, "I want to bang that granny." I'm sure. Yeah, I've I've perused her Instagram comments, and yeah, I got stamina. <laughs> she does have that podcast, Milf and Cookies. 
So. No, really? Yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah. She has a podcast <laughs> called Milk and Cookies. Dude, I'm checking that out. After we, I thought after you didn't know. Here. This is what you do. I didn't. You go check I out all the nude to... and Patreons and all this stuff. You did that with Stephanie on the up- upcoming Before the 90 Days. All of her topless or whatever pictures that she has. But she's not porn. No, but I thought that's See, what like you Danny did. Fox, that's... I was adverse to that just because I didn't really, really, I didn't really want to watch her doing things, especially if it was the Ben guy. Um, but yeah, we do have a, a racy. Can I call it racy, scandalous. Do we have any any yeah. listeners who are members of Diamond Fox's OnlyFans page? <laughs> Not, I don't need to see. I mean, I could just watch one of her movies if I wanted to see all that. Uh, I, I don't, but I'm sure one of our Friday wants to know what the perks are to signing up. No, I'm I'm okay. How many photos do you get? <laughs> do you get a private message, a card in the mail, a keychain? <laughs> <laughs> um ronald and tiffany oh god this one's all you because oh, i i got lost in okay so ronald and tiffany of of the other way um he lived in south africa as a gambler was in rehab and jesus saves and all this um they had a very very public breakup and it was really kind of ugly and nasty and immature, and they kept going back at each other, and it was back and forth, back and forth, and he accused her of cheating, and she accused him of cheating and lying and all of this stuff, and it was this huge, big blowout all over social media. It was very reminiscent of, like, Paul and Carini. And then they got back together and are trying to work things out, and that was much more quiet, although there was it was on social media. She did talk about it. That she does love him, but apparently he lies to her a lot, but she's trying to work it out, and she says she was on her way over to South Africa to with the kids. So that's that. Um, also with Tiffany. Uh, so the latest with them is that they are currently together. That's their latest status. I'm exhausted by that. I know. It was just too much. I was waiting for it all to settle out before we got the summary. And then I'm like, um, hey, iHeart Heart Reality TV Shows too is our segment producer. She, <laughs> she kind of gathers a she lot of this. She's awesome at putting all this stuff together. Yeah, she does a lot of the social sense. media stuff for us. <laughs> and that she goes and like cultivates it all for us and gives it, gives it to us in like a concise, easy way to read since we're all doing all this other stuff. So that's what she does. So when, when people ask what a segment producer is, that's what she does. She, she, well, one of the th- many things she does for us. But anyway, so she had put all of it together. She went and she summarized everything that happened from each side. She gave us the exact quotes as well as the summary of each thing. So the summary is that they fought, they're back together. Also, there was a picture <laughs> of Tiffany allegedly drinking a beer while she was pregnant. And this created, this caused a lot of havoc all over social media um, between Tiffany and a particular blogger accusing her of drinking beer while pregnant. And Tiffany's side of the story was she only grabbed the bottle of beer to pretend like she wasn't pregnant because she wasn't allowed to share the pregnancy news yet. So she had just grabbed the bottle and held it to make it look like it. The The picture, she doesn't have it in her mouth or anything. There's no video of her pouring it down her throat. So we don't have any evidence that she actually consumed the beer, but she is holding it with the story that she couldn't reveal the pregnancy at that point. And that, that picture was actually taken at her baby shower. And if you look, it's all pink and stuff. And it was actually her baby shower. But since she couldn't reveal she was pregnant, her mom who, who posted the picture 
said it was like somebody else's like welcome home party or something like that, but it was actually her right. baby shower. And that she was like either later that day or a couple days later allowed to reveal that she was in fact pregnant. So that's the story there. And then, you know, then there's the thing, was she actually drinking a beer? Was she, she said she, maybe she, at one point she also said it, maybe it was a non-alcoholic beer, which it, it wasn't. The one that she's holding in her hand, it was not. You can you know what those look like. It wasn't like a Sharps or no right. duels. It was a Miller Lite. Um, so, you know. Yeah, that's just drama. Drama. Like, I mean, for her, she would have just said, I was faking it because I had to pretend I wasn't pregnant. Right. Cool. The the tangent on it was a non alcoholic yeah. beer was just kind of like people are way too smart for that. Yeah, I'm not sure what the point was. But whatever of all that, but yeah, yeah. Who knows? I mean, I see a lot of my sober friends in pictures that there's with their friend with other friends with people who have alcohol around, and I don't accuse them of drinking. Like I know they're sober, right? just because there's alcohol mm-hmm. present near them or they may be holding a glass that like, I know people who are alcoholics who don't want people to know they're alcoholics. So they'll order like their sparkling water in like a highball glass, right? you know, to make it look like they'll put a lime in it. They'll make it look like it's an actual, like a vodka soda or something, but it's not, or whatever the glasses are. I don't know. Um, people do that all the time that I know of in real life. Um, I'm not one of them because it's just I'm, I don't hang out in situations like that, but um, for a variety of reasons, I'd rather be home with my dogs, to be honest. <laughs> but um, and for the most part, when I'm out, it, most people know, as you guys know, I'm very open about my sobriety. But a lot of people are not for a variety of reasons because of the stigma and maybe they just got sober and they're just not ready to tell people yet. There's a lot of really legitimate reasons why people aren't drinking but might want to make other people think that they are. Plus, right. if you're not drinking, and, and there's a lot of times in certain situations where people will make you feel really weird for not drinking. Like, it's mm-hmm. alcohol is such this culture, and it's a complete side tangent, but there's this culture about it that you can feel uncomfortable if you're not. So some people that I know will pretend, like, again, pretend like they're drinking a vodka soda or something when it's really just plain sparkling water. Um, just to make right. it look like they're they have a drink, so somebody you know people leave them alone or whatever they won't out themselves. And everyone's going to ask, well, why aren't you drinking? And it's, they have to explain a, everything. It's and a huge are you thing. pregnant? And it's like people care so fucking much. But the thing is, I mean, but yeah, you, they don't. The people who care that much usually have an alcohol problem themselves. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> they're obsessing over if it. If they're obsessing over your but alcohol yeah. consumption, they have a drinking problem themselves. Is what I'm saying. Because alcoholics are the only I ones guess who for me, <laughs> Right. And I guess for me, I was hoping, like, if she was actually drinking, somebody around her would probably have said something. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, she is... Like, she, I don't... She came out and she was like, I would never drink while I was pregnant. I was just pretending. And I can believe that she was pretending because TLC wouldn't let her release this and she was trying to throw us off. I can believe that more than I can believe that she was choosing to drink while pregnant, which is a whole other thing because, you know, there's, you know, that whole argument about is one beer, you know, is any drink too much or, you know, whatever. I'm not yeah, going to get into that. Hard. I'm not touching, it's some, Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> even going to go there. <laughs> My opinion doesn't matter. Um, all right. Um, 
Julie, Juliana and Michael at dinner with Tanya and Sinjin over Super Bowl weekend. The two Connecticut couples got together and had dinner. The scandal. The scandal, Hanakawa. That was hilarious. You guys, people had some feelings. I know. People had some feelings about that. I just like the filters that Juliana was using because I, I, I support those filters. <laughs> people like w- had an uproar about that. They're, like people blew up my DMs and stuff. Like there was just, people were outraged that the four of them, who all happened to live in Connecticut, dared to get in- together over Super Bowl weekend and have dinner. Like it was a scandal. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what the scandal. I don't was, know either. Unless it was some like gigantic Connecticut orgy, which I'm sure it wasn't. Yeah, I don't think so. I'm. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> so, two two couples who live in Connecticut, who both happen to be on the same show, got together for over Super Bowl weekend. I mean, what are the odds? Speaking right. of Tanya, she was spotted in South Africa. Probably part of the filming yes. for Happily Ever After. Right. And um, then she tried to throw people off by saying she was in Cancun or something. Yeah, she posted some picture and geotagged it in Mexico or some... Which, spoiler alert, you guys, you can do that from anywhere. Right. You don't have to be in the location to geotag something. (laughs) I can be in Narnia. Right. You can put anything you want there. It doesn't matter. So when when it says when someone posts something and it says, "Oh, I'm in," we don't necessarily go by that, unless they're really stupid. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. But that geotagging, you guys, you can put anything you want. I could put. I could write. I am up. You know, Danielle's asshole. <laughs> and <laughs> and well, then is it holographic? <laughs> holographic. Oh, there is no star. <laughs> love her, you I guys. I love that. Oh, my God. She just sent Daniel me a message. Go freaking Mexico. She's sending me a package <laughs> today. I'm so excited. Oh, yay. Well, I'm sending I'm her. I'm trying to get her. We're um, exchanging packages. I'm, I'm trying to get her crack tray. I'm like, let me buy it. I don't. Yeah. I, I don't have weed to roll on it, but I want it. <laughs> <laughs> um, there is no store as an account on instagram and she makes these really awesome little drawings and and egg holders and and crack tins and stuff it's really cute anyway so we're we're exchanging um packages i'm sending her a frogcast swag bag and she's sending me some stuff speaking of i still have swag bags 30 dollars <laughs> priority shipping included i just want them out of my house <laughs> buy my merch um and our last social media we gotta we 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 gotta hurry along, man. We gotta finish this up. <laughs> We're dragging this out as it's long Monday, as the goddamn man. season. So the last <sighs> the last social media is uh, so unfortunately Angela's mother uh, passed away recently, uh, and so the one that she was living with, and she posted Grandma's obituary, and on Grandma's obituary it said. Um, she is survived by her daughter, Angela Deem, and son-in-law, Michael, whatever his last name is, of Hazelhurst, Georgia. Now, people took this to mean that Michael was in Hazelhurst. That's not what that means. We uh, know for a fact. I think it would just sound silly. Yeah, I, yeah. We know for a fact that Michael is not in Hazelhurst. We know for a fact he's still in Nigeria. We know this for a fact, 100%. Um, 
just the way it was worded. Angela is of Hazelhurst. It's just easier to write that, you know, they're in, you know, it's just the way it was written. It's, he's not actually. And we know how Angela is. Do you think she's really going to, like, want to put it that it's separate? Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. So that's the social. And it probably wasn't even on her mind. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's just easier. Um, uh, like she she got the copy of it and she went wait 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 you know it's Angela Deem of Hazelhurst and her and son in law of Nigeria no like it doesn't make it's just easier to, <laughs> whatever right um, thoughts and prayers to Angela and her family for the loss of Grandma so that's it. That's it. That's our show. That's the social media. It's been rounded up. <laughs> we rounded it up so you don't have to. Um, <laughs> I don't have any shout outs this week. Our Patreon. Our, our Patreons. Thank you guys for being Patreons. We appreciate your support. <laughs> Very much. And we appreciate. I haven't had a chance to look at it today. Oh my God, darn. I hope there's not messages. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Um, anyway, um, I am Frauded by TLC. You can find me on Instagram at Frauded by TLC. You can find me on Twitter at Frauded by TLC. Uh, you can find our website, talkersoffraud.com. Hopefully for not too much longer, maybe you can give us an update on that. You can also find me on Instagram on Friday nights. I do Frauded Night Live where we get together for an hour or so and talk about the gossip of the week and any tea we might have. So you can join me over there. Hannah Kawa, you have an update for us on the website? Yes, I do. Ooh, I'm working on it. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. That's your update. (laughs) They're working on it. Right. It's kind of a tender balance because, you know, whenever you're looking at an update, you're just constantly trying to, like, make sure that everything is still connected. Like you have a lot of RS feeds and you have like a lot of stuff mm-hmm. going on. So the last thing we want to do is break it. So we well, are I was tenderly... told that the code on talkers of fraud was in no uncertain terms, a red hot mess. So that there was like three different cascades on top of each other. And it was just all kinds of just not, Yeah, there's going to be a, a match taken to that. So we're kind of like, yeah, burning down Rome and starting over again. That's so we'll, the we'll idea. Be good. That's that's the hope. <laughs> so we, I own uh, thefraudcast.com. So they're building that from the ground up, and then there's going to be things like the RSS feed that has to be carried over, but without carrying over all the rest of the crap that's on the other page. And hopefully, on the new right. site, we have plans to incorporate some actual blogging. Um, yes. For those of you guys who aren't aware, Agent C, who's our special contributor and semi-regular, um, I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't call him a co-host, but I wouldn't call him a guest anymore at this point. He's like that in-between guest, special contributor. Yeah. He has gotten such a good response to his um, ask the visa officer at gmail.com email people asking him questions about their personal situations that he has taken it a step further and he has asked the visa officer.com and it is his website where he offers a variety of services some for a nominal fee um so he can provide some of these 
thing so you can go check it out he writes some some of his like reddit style ama type threads but he also is going to be doing sort of regular blogging on the 90 day visa stuff that we're also going to carry mm-hmm. on our site um yes carry over like a crossover sort of like it's his site and his material but it'll be carried on our site as well um, some stuff like that. We're going to have new merch. We're in the process of designing new merch, which I'm really excited about. Um, a lot of cast um, catchphrases, as it were, <laughs> on various items. Right. Those those are always popular, so it's just putting it on the right item. Finding, right? And we're having to find the right vendor. We shut down the other one because the vendor sucked. I'm sorry for those of you guys who had to deal with some of those issues. Um, and I <laughs> thank you for your patience in dealing with it. Um, but that's why I just ultimately shut it down. It was just too much of a pain in the ass. And um, you guys deserve better than that. So we're going to find, we're finding a new vendor. We're finding all that. It's going to be a new and better and growing and all of that fun, good stuff. So Yes. Where can they find you? Uh, they can find me on Instagram, of course, the Hanikawa. That's it. That's it. At the Hanikawa. That's it. That's it. No underscores. Um, I do fun stuff on Saturday. I don't really know what to call it. I joke and say it's Saturday Night Live, but it's not really. It's more like whatever we want to talk about. Um, Which usually ends up example. being X-rated. <laughs> It is X-rated, so I'll tell everybody now, like, we always end up going down the dark hole of talking about fetishes or talking about some kind of sex. We're going in holes. (laughs) (laughs) And they may be dark. Um, And warm and wet. No. Sorry. It's it's fun. So I think this past, um, we did Rule 34 last weekend, and then this weekend we talked about furries. So a lot of people say, I don't don't save these ones. It's more like if you're there, you're there. If you're not. It's not like she's out there giving a bunch of, you know, gossip. There's no tea. It's not tea. Yeah, no gossip. Just talk. Just whatever we uh, decide to. So So it's just getting this upcoming Saturday. If you have nothing better to do on a Saturday night, which I don't usually, I'm in bed and (laughs) with my dogs and I can't sleep. As you guys know, I don't really sleep a lot. So I'm there and it's fun. And um, yeah. So it's, yeah, it's not, it's not tea. So it's, it's just fun to chat with a bunch of other people. Uh, mine, my lives are saved on my YouTube, which is frauded by TLC on YouTube is the name of the channel. Um, it's long frauded by TLC on YouTube. Uh, if you could go and subscribe to it and like you can opt out of notifications, but that would actually really help, uh, me. I put all of the fraudcast episodes up there as well as all of my frauded night lives. And the purpose of that is so that I can put closed captioning on them for our hard of hearing and deaf, um, fans. So the re that's the reason why they're there and to help support my ability to continue to do that. If you could support me by subscribing, that is a free, easy, fast way to help support us being able to put these out there. And, and for our hard of hearing and deaf community that want to be able to see them. So, um, so yeah. All good? That's it. That's it. That's it. We're the broadcast. <laughs> and we're dumpster diving, so you don't have to. This broadcast has been produced and edited by yours truly, art by Sarah Dottie. Music written, produced, and performed by Umami. 
segment producer at iHeartRealityTV shows. Further assistance provided by many unnamed fraud consultants. Hey, fraudcasters. You know, I used to find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. They were the first thing to take off when I got home. But Skims has changed all that. You guys know I love my Skims Fits Everybody t-shirt bras. I own them in just about every shade now. I wear them every single day uh, when I leave the house. And they are completely worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give. But what I was not expecting from them was how comfortable they are. Even the underwire bras that I wear all day, I barely even notice. Definitely not the first thing I take off when I come home anymore. Y'all, I'm a 36 double D and I've had a reduction and I've gone up and down and lost weight and gained weight and all the things. And the Fits Everybody t-shirt bra, I swear, fits me the best. I finally found a t-shirt bra that I can wear. But not only that, it is the best bra that I own. It holds the girls in so well. And let me just say, Hetero Life Mate really appreciates these bras too. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com. Now available in 62 sizes from a 30A to a 46H. Plus get free shipping on orders over $75. And if you haven't yet, please be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show, The Fraudcast, in the drop-down menu that follows.